Violet Coco used a vehicle to stop traffic on the Sydney Harbour Bridge for about 25 minutes in an environmental protest earlier this year. And earlier this month, she was sentenced to 15 months in jail, becoming the first person to be sent to prison under harsh new anti-protest laws that were rushed through the New South Wales Parliament in April. Violet was literally sent to prison when a magistrate denied her bail, uh, despite an appeal pending of that jail sentence. But this week, the bail decision was reversed by a district court judge. So Violet Coco will not be in prison over Christmas or until her appeal is heard in March 2023. Mark Davis is a lawyer and also a former journalist, indeed a Gold Walkley winner, no less. Mark has previously acted for Violet Coco and he joined me earlier to discuss the case. Thanks, Julian. Uh, Mark, why was Violet Coco denied bail last week but then granted it this week? Uh, well, I need to be very careful. You need to be generous uh, about <laughs> any, any court decision. Uh, the first one shocked and uh, I thought it was an extraordinarily poor judgment to deny uh, uh, Violet bail. Sometimes um, magistrates will send someone to jail. You then immediately lodge an appeal and apply for bail so that that person can prepare for their appeal and not have a futile amount of time in jail. That is because it can take a long time to get an appeal. Mm. So if you are innocent and you're sitting in jail for uh, four months, as she would have been before she got an appeal, and then is found innocent, that is found that the, the the term of imprisonment shouldn't have been applied, well, what a pointless uh, appeal process that would be. So it's not abnormal to be given bail mm. and to be denied. All I can say is I've had some really creepy people <laughs> that are given Appeals bail, right? Because that's the system. If you if you believe your the judgment was incorrect, you should be entitled to be heard by a high court. Now, to have a young woman with no violence in her uh, behaviour, no property destruction in her behaviour, a woman that has abided by seven months of quite strict bail conditions, she is showing that she's compliant. She's showing that she's, one, not going to run to Cuba. She's not running for an airport. She's facing the, the court proceedings. That's what you'd be denied bail on. So people that have, haven't attended court, had to be arrested, be brought to court, have never signed into the police, you know, won't give their address or are a violent offender. They're the people that you would say, well, I'm sorry, you're not going to get bail. The higher court... Uh, agreed that the, it was appropriate that she be bailed. I'll leave it at that. There's been a lot of focus, obviously, on the law uh, which created the offence that Violet Coco and others have been uh, charged under. Before we go into the detail of that law, was the bail decision related to that law or is this just a sort of common garden variety bail decision that was a, a bit of a surprise? Well, she was sentenced to prison on that law. Mm. Uh, so I, I guess inherent in that, yes, it's related to it. I, I, I suppose the question I'm getting at is, does this new protest act, does it prescribe whether or not no, you get bail? No, no, no. no. There, there are some amendments to the Bail Act, but if you commit certain offences, it's much harder to get bail, right? They have a higher threshold. This is not one of those offences, right? This is garden variety 
uh, offence. It doesn't have special bail provisions. Uh, our jails, because they're making bail harder to get for mostly uh, drug-related uh, offences and sexual offences, we're going to have to have a lot of jails <laughs> in uh, New South Wales. I think the law is uh, overly, it's a very poorly written law and I think it's overly punitive for delaying traffic two years jail. But it was clearly targeted at the bridge and the tunnel as major transport infrastructure. There's a certain logic to it. I understand that logic. But the law itself was written in such a way that it, it could apply to almost any road in Sydney and that's what the police did to the street protesters in June. The fact that they stepped onto a road in Sydney, they were arrested, they spent almost two days in police custody and have been charged with something that could send them two years to jail. The, mm. Their cases are the absurd ones. Their cases are off the charts crazy. They've done nothing more than any one of us at some point has joined a protest, walked to Parliament House, walk to the local council, daring to set foot on a road in Sydney now, you are arrested and you're facing two years in jail. Yeah, I must say that when I uh, read the provisions of the Act and reflected on my own just driving behaviours, I think <laughs> causing a person attempting to use a major facility to be redirected, I think I've done that many times, inadvertently or yeah, otherwise. Of but but two years in prison doesn't... seems like a very, very high bar for that. You, you really could. I mean, it, it, because it's sort of clever enough not to say this is designed to stop protesters, right? It's written in such a way as it could have the most horrific outcomes. Any, any quite innocent behaviour could. Now, you might say, well, police aren't crazy. Well, of course they're not. Uh, and they wouldn't necessarily charge everybody, but they might. And that's a really bad system when you have absolute discretion. It's just whether they like you or not, right? Empowering a police force, well, if you don't like the look of that person, here's, here's one you can charge them with. That, that is what will happen. You want laws that police properly enforce, they apply to everybody, right? If you do this, that's what's going to happen. Not these ones of, ah, oh, look, just leave it up to the police to decide. Well, you know who's going to get whacked. Uh, uh, when you leave it up to the police to decide. And in this case, the ones who are getting whacked are people with long hair and, you know, uh, tatty clothing who are greens. Let's get them. That's what's happened. Mm. Uh, it won't happen to the, you know, pensioners association that want to, you know, go and see the Premier. It won't happen to them. So it's not a good basis for a, a law that applies to all citizens. Mark Davis, the New South Wales Environmental Defender's Office uh, is bringing a constitutional challenge against these laws. Uh, that is down to be heard in May and the appeal of Violet Coco's conviction is, I think, to be heard in March. How might those two legal actions interact? Oh, well, I think they, they, can, they can travel on their own train tracks. I'm quite confident that Violet will not face uh, a custodial sentence in a higher court because there's a lot more to come. You know, it's not just Violet now, right? Violet, I think, will resolve, but there's a lot more coming. And it's, and it's not just for people under current charges. You've got a piece of legislation that will see many, many, many more people criminalised, right? Normal behaviour, normal protest behaviour, absolutely criminalised, and it's there on the statute books and it's going to go forward uh, until, you know, someone has the intelligence to revoke it. So it's very dangerous. So good luck to the uh, EDO. Um, uh, I applaud it. 
Violet Coco obviously ended up spending, I think it was 11 days um, in custody before she was finally granted bail. Did you have a chance to speak to her about uh, what it was like for her to, to be in custody for that uh, relatively short amount of time compared to her, her sentence? Uh, it's never a pleasant experience. It's a horrifying moment to be sent to jail. And it was horrifying for her and her mother in the court when they walked up with um, a pair of handcuffs. What what Violet was uh, comforted by, I was able to get some of the messages through to her, but the support that she, really quite overwhelming support, you know, gave her strength and she, she was lucky to get an appeal date so quickly. It could have, we were coming into the Christmas break, we were facing every prospect that she wouldn't have even had a bail appeal until um, uh, late January. So she's lucky, um, but 11 days is not very nice, but yes, it could have been worse. There's been a number of them, though, of, of, of environmental protesters who've been imprisoned in the last 12 months, all at local court and all of them overturned in the High Court, which is revealing, right? So we had uh, one guy uh, imprisoned in November, under December, got 12-month jail for a coal protest. He's not, he's, not a, he's not a guy that's smashing windows or, you know, throwing rocks at police. He's... You know, I won't go through his particulars, but he's just going to a protest pretty much onto a, a coal loader. And there was a guy who ran onto an NRL pitch in a sacred ground, a rugby match, and, and set off a smoke, you know, flare. He got six months jail. Instantly, first, first moment he stepped into a court, he pleaded guilty, as most of them do, because, yes, I've done it, but when they're saying I did it, they're expecting to face, uh, you know, what might be a, an appropriate sort of charge. He was sent to jail on the spot. I, I do a lot of criminal matters. I, 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 I scratch my head to think the, the times I've gone to court, even on a guilty plea, and they've been sent to jail straight away. You're normally given four weeks to prepare your material, your references, something like that. Straight to jail that way. Six months. Well, he spent a full month in jail before we could get an appeal on and it was overturned and he got a conditional release order, like nothing, at, at the district court. Another bloke hung himself from a, uh, a crane in Port Botany, coal protester, did nothing more than that, suspended himself holding a sign. He went, got full month jail, straight up, local magistrate, straight up. Uh, he got out on appeal. There's been another two that very similar. So you're getting these very angry uh, magistrates in local courts that are acting very, you know, swiftly, uh, perhaps impulsively, one might suggest, uh, but they're being overturned. So that's, I take uh, comfort from that. Uh, when you're getting to a high court, when tempers have calmed a little, you have a judge who's not really watching, you know, the day's news and the indignation of the headlines, uh, considers the actual criminality or otherwise of that offence and whether it deserves jail or not. Now, so far, we've, we've had a pretty good run in the district court uh, overturning these uh, lower court decisions. Mm. And by the sounds of things, Mark Davis, plenty more of these cases to come. It's huge numbers. I mean, I've got 20, 20 of people who are facing two years jail. There may, there may be more. I'm just saying what I've got, 20. Mm, yeah. And they're all nice people, right? These aren't, <laughs> these aren't criminals. These are, all right, you've got to respond. Uh, they're, they're protesting. They're annoying. They're, 
delaying traffic, some of them, you know. Okay, you have a response, but you have a response as we have had a response for 50 years in dealing with uh, protesters, uh, but it's not sending them to jail. These are, without exception, all good people, all non-violent people. Uh, I don't want to see them in jail. Mm. Mark Davis, thank you very much for speaking with us on Sunday Extra. Thanks, Jules. I must say, I think it was when the magistrate used the phrase childish stunt that for some reason I felt a certain affinity with uh, Violet Coco and um, it was very good to see <laughs> that there was a, um, uh, a reversal of the bail decision this week. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, mate. See you. That's Mark Davis, uh, principal lawyer at Xenophon Davis, the firm he runs with former Senator uh, Nick Xenophon. And uh, thanks very much for your text messages. A range of views, I think it's fair to say, on the Violet Coco case, but certainly an interesting one, both in its individual uh, context and that broader law of um, uh, preventing protests in uh, uh, major roads and the like. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.